0: Hey, y'all. I'm Zeo. I'm M, And we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us on Patreon. We're on Patreon as FickFans with a Z. You
1: should give us tons of money.
0: W- or none. No pressure. Give us all. Anyway, enjoy the program. Thank you. What is up? Welcome back to Fiction Fanatics. I'm Blue. And I'm Red. And together, we make Purple! Mike most- Darcy. The most powerful magic in the world. Purple.
1: Purple, because it deserves its own intro and episode.
0: Yes. So, what's up, folks? Uh, This is another special episode of Fiction Fanatics as part of our anniversary month, which has been a mess so far.
1: It's been a fucking cluster. Fuck.
0: No episode has gone out when we wanted it to go. I think what was supposed to be our last episode ended up being our first, and then our last And then our new last episode ended up being our next, and now this is the last episode, even though it was always supposed to be the second.
1: The jigsaw pieces are all mixed up.
0: (sighs) It doesn't matter, but it's annoying.
1: It's the way it rolled.
0: And today, we're doing another sequel. This is the sequel to our second most popular episode of the year.
1: It's the end of sequel month.
0: And it's a sequel to our Wings Club for Kids or for Everyone episode.
1: Yay, now it's just Winx. Four kids or four Darcy?
0: Or something like that. Yeah, it turns out that for some almost completely baffling reason, our episode talking about the four kids dub of the Winx Club TV show is our second most popular episode.
1: Yeah, that one really took off. I say like, I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was that fine.
0: Yeah, I I always knew there was kind of like a sleeper uh, fandom for Winks. I didn't quite realize that it would explode like it did.
1: That would kick us in the pants.
0: Um, on the same topic, our fifth most popular episode is also our Winks' Fate.
1: The Netflix TV series.
0: Which we hated.
1: Which is fantabulously awful. It was so
0: bad. Um, but is this interesting? Especially since a lot of our views actually came from like Europe and France specifically.
1: The French really love that show.
0: I, I guess. Apparently. So whatever. It's almost as weird as our third most popular one, which we won't be doing a sequel episode for this month. This month. But our third most popular one is actually our Easter Bunny is Coming to Town episode and that, that's really a fucking weird.
1: Just you wait. It'll have nothing to do with the first one, probably.
0: Probably. Whatever. Anyway, as part of sequel month, we will be doing four more episodes, the next four episodes of Four Kids Winks. Yay. Um if you want to know our personal backstories with the show, go watch our first episode.
1: But check out the first one.
0: Yeah, check out the first one. However, we will be doing a more in-depth uh, background for the show because we've changed our format a little bit and we should, you know, try. We should do that. So let's get started on the background of The Winx Club. Ooh. So sometime in the 1990s, comic artist Anigo Strafi noticed that most action cartoons focused on male heroes. And at the time, he felt that the cartoon world was devoid of female characters. He hoped to introduce an alternative show with a female lead aged 16 through 18, as he wanted to explore the psychological side of transitioning to adulthood. So he decided to develop a pilot centered on the conflict between two rival colleges, one for fairies and another for witches. Stafford compared his original premise to a sort of Oxford-Cambridge rivalry in a magic dimension. Expanding the concept, Staffi drew his inspiration from Japanese manga in the comics of Sergio Bonolini.
1: Ah, Bonolini. What a great name. Um, his
0: pilot, which was titled, titled Magic Bloom, featured the original five Winx members in attires like those of traditional European fairies. It was produced during a 12-month development period that included uh, like, everything in 12 months, which is really pretty quick. For even a, like, pilot.
1: Yeah, just for that project.
0: Uh, the animation attracted the entrance of Rai Fiction, who paid for 25% of the production costs at exchange for Italian broadcast rights and share of the revenue for 15 years. After holding some test screenings, Jaffe was super unhappy with it and went like, yeah, no, let's let's redo this. And, like, in a 2016 interview, he even said, like, they looked like just another Japanese-style cartoon and nothing like the Modern Wings.
1: They looked probably even more generic.
0: Yeah, they looked like that. Not anime that Western animation studios do.
1: Are you talking about like when you go to the bookstore and you saw how to draw anime? Yeah, look like that. Oh my god, that's
0: kind of what I. Th- that's kind of the feeling I get.
1: It's kind of the the idea.
0: Yeah. So he reworked the concept, and he actually hired a team of Italian fashion designers to help restyle the show. And you gotta admit, the fashion of the show is very distinct.
1: It's very fashionable.
0: I like it. It's good. It's neat. Like the actual the now production of the restyled series began in two thousand two, and was released in two thousand three. And the new name of the series Winks was like a derived from the English word wings. They literally just took wings and like Put an X. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Straffy's aim was appeal, was to appeal to both genders for with action scenes and fashion elements. And yeah, no, the show had its world premiere on Rye, on channel Rai two the twenty eighth of January two thousand four. And, like from the beginning, Staffy had only planned for like seventy-eight episodes, or about three seasons. Yeah, yeah. And he even stated like that Winx would not last forever, and he intended the first movie to resolve any plot points after the season finale. And then in '08, he just kept they kept making it. Yeah, it
1: kind of underballed that number.
0: And uh, and so we're gonna stop talking about its history because that's like not our dub. Because we'll be talking about the four kids dub of the show. Now, we talked about 4Kids quite a bit in our 4Kids episode last two weeks. It's our last it
1: published episode.
0: Our last published episode was our 4Kids one.
1: The 4Kids super episode.
0: Yes. So, that one's actually doing pretty well. If you haven't seen it, go check that one out, too. Yeah. We talked about the other 4Kids shows, except for One Piece, because that's just not, no. Like not, Cubics. Like, we talked about Cubics and Koibe. And Koibe Curbics. Anyway, uh, we're talking about the 4Kids dub because that is the dub which has nostalgic value to me, and because I honestly think it just has more energy than the Rye dub. And I've heard of it. Also, the-, the Wikipedia page basically ignores the 4Kids dub as much as possible. Cause, really weird. Yeah, because like, the first English dub was from 4Kids, and they did the first three seasons, and I think... Four Kids Entertainment only gets, like, two to three mentions in the official Wikipedia page.
1: In the entire Wikipedia page.
0: I still think that, like, since Nickelodeon owns Winx now, that they actually had, like, some intern who, like, prowls on that, like, checks that Wikipedia page every few months and goes, like, okay, yep, no one's talking about Four Kids still. We're good. (laughs) They just go to
1: the band word list and just type Four Kids.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So in 2011, Viacom bought half of Rainbow Studios, and then since then, um, it's been a Nickelodeon thing. However, we have to talk about the Disney lawsuit real quickly, because it is just kind of an awesome story. Kind of funny. So in April 2004, the Walt Disney Company filed an unsuccessful copyright infringement lawsuit against Rainbow. The company accused Rainbow of copying the Wings Club from its Witch comic book? You know, W-I-T-H-C comic book. <laughs>
1: Which I've never heard of. But that's just me.
0: You've never heard of Witch? Nope. Um, it had a TV show too. Never seen it. It was actually kind of good, and the comic I think is still going, yeah. or at least it, or at least like it's been published all the way through, and they're like reprinting nicer cut versions because it's that type of story. I don't know. Anyway, it's interesting because even though it's called Witch, they're not actually witches. It's just like their names put together.
1: Yeah, you know, William, Ian, Tom, Chandler, um, and. Uh, you laughed Heather. when
0: you said Will, William, but it is actually Will, only it's a girl. Irma, uh, I I totally forget who the T, I forget the rest, okay? It's whatever. Anyway, so Disney applied for an injunction in order to stop Wings Club series and all of its comics and magazines and everything, and tried to declare that the Winx Club trademark was invalid, and to seize everything that was allegedly infringing. Uh, Rainbow won the case against Disney, and the judge declared that there was no confusing similarities between the two, not to mention that the Winx Club pilot entered production in early 2000, while the Witch comic was not released until May 2001.
1: Just Disney being Disney.
0: Yep. On the 2nd of August 2004, all of Disney's infringement claims were rejected by the Tribunal de Bologna Specialized Commercial Matters Department, which deemed them unfounded. The suit later became the subject of a commercial law seminar at the University of Macaroni. Yeah, Macatara in '09. Later in 2005, Straffy was interviewed about the legal battle, and he said how it felt. How he he asked how it felt to be one of Disney's most hated people, and answered that as the founder of a small animation studio, that they were glad to have defeated a massive conglomerate. I feel a certain amount of pride in having annoyed such a giant. It's inspiring. Fuck em. And as a result of the lawsuit, Straffy has actually avoided doing any business with the Disney Corporation.
1: Seems like a win-win on his part. Yeah. Yeah. See, he has all of his stuff, and he doesn't have to win it, deal with Disney.
0: Yeah, now he just has to deal with the
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's still about as evil, though.
0: So that's all for background. Now for a little bit of...
1: Background on the last episode.
0: Sort of, yeah. <laughs> So, we still think that if you haven't seen the episode before this, go watch it. Watch go the last one. Go listen. <laughs> but, if you have and you just need a little refresher, because it's Here. been months, because you are a ra- one of our many, many ravenous fans who listens to every episode as they come out.
1: As they launch, because you're so faithful and loyal.
0: Yeah, and if you need just a little refresher, last time on Winx. Bloom, seemingly normal Earth teen, meets Stella, magical sun princess. Stella brings her to Magic Fairy School, and through the power of lies, they get her enrolled. Uh, Magic Fairy School is one of three schools. There's the Fighting McFight School and the Witch School. At the Fairy School, Bloom meets new friends: Flora, Plant Girl; Musa, Music Girl; Techna, Tech Girl.
1: Yeah, the classics.
0: Yeah, um, and they become enemies of the evil witches, the Tricks. There's uh, icy.
1: There's cool cereal.
0: There's Icy, the Ice Witch. There's Stormy, the Storm Witch. And there's Darcy, purple. Grimace. We still... It is still one of the things that, as someone who has watched all the way to the end of season three of the show, I still don't know what Darcy's powers actually are. They're just purple.
1: So you said. They're purple.
0: Whatever. Um, She also meets hot guys from the Fighting McFight school, including her hopeful boyfriend, Brandon, and... Her and Stella's boyfriend, Sky, It's a whole thing. Poor Sky. Um, also they also there's a dance that the girls save and then they go into the they fight a troll in the swamp, and that's what happened last time. That
1: was the best part. The troll.
0: Now we'll start today's review with episode five. Date with disaster. And I feel the need to say this anytime we talk about anything like this. The Winx Club theme is just kind of awesome.
1: We are the winks.
0: Yeah. And this and because I've started adding music into this, I can now like Say here we go. Yeah, I'm actually just gonna play the damn song in editing. I'm
1: gonna play the extended full Italian cut.
0: No, because the Italian song sucks. If you desire you can become one of
1: That's not what you just said.
0: No, I said, the, like, fine, the four kids theme is awesome, and then the Rai Dub and Italian versions kind of suck.
1: All right, just to make it up for all the fans, you're going to play all three of the extended unedited cuts overlaying each other at once.
0: I will not be doing that.
1: Oh, uh-huh. I tried.
0: I might actually play the Italian one, because why not?
1: Play it in reverse.
0: So we open in the kitchen of this giant school where the girls are peeling potatoes.
1: They're making a spell.
0: Yeah. They found a magic spell that's supposed to give them good judgment. And it requires them to peel like a several hundred potatoes. They found this spell in a magazine.
1: I don't get like good judgment sounds like an easy thing. I don't think you need a spell for that one. But whatever.
0: Also, like, how good of a judgment spell can it be if it requires you to peel a hundred or more potatoes to get make it?
1: I think that's just the spell itself. Like, after you've done a hundred potatoes, you realize your judgment's shit.
0: Oh, I should I should think.
1: I should not just peel a hundred potatoes because you told me to. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Um, they get caught by the chef, and the chef gets a little mad at them, but they don't really get into trouble. It's kind of just like, why are you girls in my kitchen? We're making a spell. There are spell labs! They were all checked out.
1: Why are you cutting up my potato children?
0: Yeah. And then uh Stella shows up the last cuz she's excited. Yeah. Um oh my god girls, I'm sorry I came late. but I'm going to have to leave almost immediately. Turns out I got a date for I got this note from Sky asking me out for a date.
1: Ooh. It's handwritten so he gets brownie points.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go I'm going to go on my date at Magic the nearby Magics with an ex the nearby town.
1: It's had a s- a special coffee place or something.
0: Yeah, it's at this cute little cafe in the out of nowhere. It's kind of neat.
1: Also, I just came on my way to steal you guys away from what you're doing so you can tell me what dress looks good on me.
0: Yeah, and then, so then, like, they help Stella pick out her dress and then it's like, oh, shit, our spell is burning in the oven.
1: Hmm. Oh, my God. It's almost like someone should have watched that or put a timer.
0: Yeah, and then they all run back into the kitchen and Stella has, like, while she's getting ready, she has what I like to call a rich bitch moment, a few of them, where she has, like, Dozens of dresses and an entire, like, small chest of jewelry. Because she does. And she just t- asks one of them, hey, could you drag that over here? Okay. And it's like, what's in here? Oh, it's just my box of gold jewelry it's and
1: gems. priceless box of jewels.
0: I get, and it's like, bitch, we know you're a princess, but holy shit. So are, like, tech. actually, everyone but Bloom is a princess in this room.
1: More or less, yeah. So, like. So, you bitch.
0: Ah uh, um, but Stella decides that her magic ring, the magic ring, the ring of Solaris, the ring that the witches have been wanting forever, that ring the ring she decides that that ring doesn't go with her outfit, so she gives it to bloom to hold on to.
1: Hey, yeah, you random teenager. here you go. we're friends now
0: you're like our you've been like my best friend since I accidentally met you on Earth and then dragged you to this magical school like two weeks ago. Hold the most powerful item in the royal armory and the thing that our evil enemies want. Would you hold that for me tonight? Okay, thanks, bye!
1: None of my dresses have pockets, so will you hold it?
0: So we find out almost immediately that there's no mystery. Like, we cut over to the witches, and they're, like, talking about, aha, she's fallen for our trap. Ha ha ha. Hardy har har. Because it was a fake made by the tricks. They're after the ring!
1: They were the ones that concocted the handwritten note of Sky.
0: Yes. Um, the next morning, Stella like came in and no one noticed her come in, but she's like in her room throwing stuff around, and it seems like oh no, Stella is mad. Something bad must have happened. Their date must have gone horribly. She se- so like she's throwing stuff around her room, and like when the girls ask her, "Hey, Stella, what's wrong? How'd the date go?" Stella acts like a mad bitch. She's like oh, it was good. It was good. Shut up. Stop asking me. And Leave she, me like, alone. Slams the door, and then like they all go to class, but Stella ditches. And Bloom is, like, worried because something something's seems- wrong. Yeah. She's the only person who goes, like, wow, something's wrong. The other girls are just, like, oh, it's just Stella. She had a bad date. Don't worry about She's it.
1: She's a raging bitch. We're used to it by now.
0: But Bloom's worried. So she goes to check on her in the dorm. And the entirety of the dorm is trashed. Like, the commons area and all the rooms are trashed. And Stella is, like, super aggral. And she attacks Bloom. And then she disappears in a flash of, Purple energy. Purple? Purple energy.
1: Is that foreboding?
0: I don't know. Everyone but Bloom thinks that, oh yeah, Stella's just being a raging bitch. And Bloom's like, no, I think that might not actually be her. Hmm. And so, like, the spell for good judgment apparently is working. And she goes like, listen, my powers of good judgment tell me that Stella's in trouble.
1: It's a good thing we're not all just fucking morons.
0: And so they go ask Prince Sky over at the Fighting McFight School, Hey, how did the date go? I didn't go on any date. I'm still grounded from that time that we let the troll go.
1: I say, why would I be on a date?
0: I'm still in trouble. I'm not allowed to leave campus. Oh.
1: Well, Oh,
0: shit. Uh. Oh, fuck. And so they go to Magic, and they try to find where Stella's date was supposed to take place. And finally, they find a hipster who knows where it is.
1: Who's dressed in purple?
0: Who's also sounds quite a bit like, Nog. like knob or whatever his name is. Talking about nut. the troll guy. Nut. His name is Nut. Not. Sounds a lot like Nut, but totally isn't Nut. He's just totally some random hipster, hipster guy, who also mysteriously vanishes after he tells them about the meeting place.
1: He's really fast.
0: So apparently, this meeting place, they leave the city. And they find the place. And it's in, like, the middle of fucking nowhere. Miles outside of the city, surrounded by trees and nothing else. Yeah, it's it's pretty, uh... Well,
1: it's pretty hipstery at that point.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They enter and then are attacked by Stella, quote-unquote. And then, oh my god, it turns out that it wasn't Stella. It was actually a fake in Darcy!
1: Oh my god.
0: Who would have ever known?
1: Who would have ever thought that magic could easily make someone a decoy?
0: I know, especially when that magic was purple.
1: Jesus, people, Jesus.
0: Um, we get some magical transformation. Also, that hipster was was actually nut. Who would have thought? Who'd have thunk? Um, the witches have Stella trapped in these ring, energy ring things. So that's a
1: thing. Some energy bands. I
0: don't know, and they say like, "Hey, if you try to save her, we'll just fucking like strangle her with our magic bullshit." And Bloom's like, okay, yeah, we can't risk that, and gives over the magical MacGuffin ring.
1: And then they strangled her anyway, end of the show.
0: Nope, they let her go. God
1: damn it. Fucking bad villains.
0: Then, like, we have this little wrap-up on a bridge over a river somewhere. Somewhere. And they talk about, well, it's a good thing we got Stella back. I guess that potion, that magic really worked. And then you are like, wait a minute, we did that magic wrong. That means Bloom is just naturally that good.
1: I say she's just the smartest of us idiots.
0: So Bloom then declares that they'll get the ring back. Hooray. End of episode cinco. five. I almost said end of episode one, and I'm like, wait, no.
1: Episode one of part two, which is actually episode five.
0: On to episode six.
1: The Secret Guardian.
0: We open at the evil witch school with the tricks trying to use the ring for evilly evil. And they have no idea how to do it. They can't use it fully because it has blah, 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 and blah.
1: See, it's almost like they
0: put some kind of
1: like, keep safe on it so just anyone who grabs it can use it.
0: The Winks are researching the ring, and they find out that an old legend says that it was made of pure stardust. However, some say the ring might have also have the power of the Great Dragon.
1: The Great Dragon.
0: So according to legend, the Great Dragon created the fucking universe. And then, like, fucking disappeared. And no one knows where the... Dra- where the dragon went? Where the dragon... They call it the dragon fire, the magic the great dragon uh. had. Where the dragon fire went. But some people think the ring has the dragon fire. <gasps> and that might be why the witch wanted it.
1: To make the dragon?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, Bloom's... While she's researching, uh, the only book that has more information is in the restricted area. However, she's let into the restricted area and shown a single page. <gasps> And then later, the headmistress like talks to Bloom and she tells Bloom what she knows because the book once showed her two pages. Two
1: pages? Damn, that's a lot of information.
0: Yeah. The Great Dragon apparently created this planet called Sparks, but it's Detroit now. Oof. So here's a fun fact. I in my notes I actually meant to write destroyed and then I mistyped and it auto corrected to Detroit and I'm like No no no, I think I think Detroit's worse. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So apparently So yeah, the great dragon created a planet called Sparks, but it's like dead Detroit now. So covered in ice. At least
1: it's not Cleveland.
0: And apparently, also, even though they have a restricted books area, if you can get into the restricted area of the library, then you were meant to read whatever you find there. Like like the library has a will of its own where it's like, oh, you, you random person were meant to read this syllable of this book. Open the evil secret gates.
1: You're not worthy. You, Rita, page three, verse six.
0: That's all you get. Anyway, so Bloom was apparently meant to research the great dragon, and like our the headmistress Faragonda is like, I wonder what that means that Bloom was meant to read that. Hmm. Bloom, who doesn't know what her power is, but seems to be vaguely fire-based.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Dragons, fire. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: So the Winx, uh, they start planning on breaking into Cloud Tower so they can get the ring. The Tricks, on the other hand, leave Cloud Tower because they can't get the ring to work, so they're going to go consult the the Dark Force. That is how they say it. it they call this thing
1: the Dark Force. So are going to go talk to Darth Vader.
0: I guess. And also, Nut, while cleaning, accidentally sweeps the ring into a pile of dust.
1: God damn it, Nut.
0: Uh... The Winks get to Cloud Tower. They get to the Trix's room, and then they actually like find the ring in the pile of dust with a locating spell.
1: Pretty useful. Yes. Pretty pretty fo- silly.
0: Um, and then they try to leave, but like Bloom goes like, "Wait a minute! Since we're here, we should go to the Witch's Library and try to research the Great Dragon. We should push our luck." Yeah. And so while trying to get into the dragon into the library like in the library they get caught by the headmistress on her crystal ball and then she starts fucking with the fairies because like haha these putrid pixies are walking around my school they're
1: trespassing in my shit I'm gonna fuck them up
0: and so she screws with them and eventually the girls magical girl up so they can just fucking blast their way out
1: that's the easiest way to do it yeah should have done that like right they got the ring but whatever but,
0: but then they get caught in a room that's on fire and it's like oh no we're all doomed we're all gonna burn to death and then bloom hears a voice in her head trust me this way and Ooh. she like kind of loses control of her body and like half stumbles through the fire and goes right into a door that no one else knew existed because it was hidden by fire a little hatch in the floor like oh hey good job and then Ooh. they escape, but when they get back to their school, they get caught, and then, as part of their- and as part of their punishment, they're not allowed to leave the grounds, and they lose their magic for a week because apparently Miss Farraganda can just take your magic, the thing that you were born with for a week
1: say and also making you sitting ducks to your enemies who live a block away.
0: they're just across the enchanted forest,
1: absolutely stupid. But I guess the whole point of not leaving the place would kind of counteract that. But at the same time, they've invaded the fucking school how many times now? In episode six? Like three. Yeah, so that seems kind of counterintuitive.
0: Whatever. Now we're on to episode seven.
1: Groundhog's Day.
0: Grounded. That too. After their late night field trip, they aren't allowed to leave campus and are forced to clean the entire school, like with brushes and shit. No magic. No bippity boppity boom No and no magicians apprenticing this shit. No manuals. And Stella doesn't want to help because she's a bit of a rich bitch. <laughs> so I had people do this for me. Yeah. I am a princess. So am I, Stella, Zora but I'm Three-fourths of us. And then Bloom splashes her with clean, soapy water. Not dirty soapy water, which would have been funnier.
1: She'd have been a lot better.
0: Um, techna has problems with non-tech things because she doesn't know how to use a frickin' bucket and a, like, mop. She wears the bucket, right? She puts the bucket on, like, a helmet. Exactly. That's what he- buckets were made for. And so, like, they do some cleaning, and then they're told that the entire school gets to go to a music concert by this super popular band at the time. But not you. But not you, because you're still in trouble. So, like, while everyone else is gone at this concert, you guys get to keep cleaning the school so, by yeah. yourself, with no supervision, because...
1: All of the teachers are going. Maybe one of your friends will pick up a t-shirt.
0: Maybe. Bitch. Back with the tricks, they're talking out very loudly in, like, the lunchroom of the evil witch tower about how much they hate the pixies and those stupid fucking pixies. And then this freshman witch shows up and she's like, hey, why do we hate the fairies? Why are they?
1: Well, they're not that bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't seem that bad. And then fucking... Icy fucking suffocates her with a magic goo bubble. Use
1: the choke me,
0: daddy spell on her because she dared to talk to them. And oh, you don't like being fucking evil? We hate
1: good shit. And the entire choke.
0: fucking like cafeteria laughs at this girl as she like suffocates in front of them.
1: Oh my god, she can't breathe! It's, don't worry, fucking stupid. It's only for a minute. Brain damage only lasts for so long.
0: Whatever. So the tricks plan on attacking the fairy school during the concert because the school will be empty. Hell yeah! So after the school, after the rest of the fairy school, leave for the concert. This concert that, uh, the Red Fountain boys were also invited to. The girls call the guys to like help with cleaning, and they come. And they come.
1: I- I'm kind of surprised on that one. Place is Riven. But they, they all, yeah. As far as they all come.
0: Yep. So like, Sky, Brandon, Riven, and freaking. Timmy Timmy I almost I, I almost want to say Matthew but that's wrong Timmy
1: that's a way cooler name than Timmy
0: anyway so Timmy they all show up and they're like hey why did you guys call us here when we could be at a concert oh yeah we need help cleaning and they're like
1: what are you fucking serious
0: <laughs> and then they like turn on a boom box and they start like dance cleaning they and have a like, musical number a music video but Rav, but Riven is like a fuckwad, and he's too cool to clean, so he doesn't help out or dance. So yeah, I, I'm just going to stand here and look like a depressing fucking emo fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to just...
1: I can't believe I came with you fucking guys to clean this building, even though you guys probably told me to go fuck myself and go anyway.
0: And then at any point, he could have just... They, they came on each came on their own bikes, like these hover bikes. He could have just... Fucked off? Yeah. He could have went like, well, I'll just go to the concert late instead of... Not oh, singing it I'm at so all. Mad. <laughs> so they finish cleaning and then they have a party. Party party. And then the witches show up and they hear the music and are like, What the fuck's up with that? What is
1: this garbage?
0: And like Riven is still being like an emo bitch on a balcony. Nothing new. And I fucking hate Riven. Just look at him. And Darcy starts going, like, I like Riven. He's all dark and emo y and I'm like, Oh my god, you bitch.
1: Of course you would.
0: Yeah. So the witches apparently just have magical crystals that can find the dragon fire that they had never even considered using until after they realized the dragon fire might not be in the ring. And it was only then that they decided to use them now.
1: That seems like something very obvious.
0: Why weren't you always using this? You spent days trying to get a ring that turned out to not be the right thing. And now you only have to u- and only now are you going to use the magical crystal bullshit.
1: So, oh yeah, guys,
0: we have this thing that finds it exactly where it is. Why weren't we using this before? Yeah, so they summon these crystals to search for the dragon fire, and then they also summon a minotaur to attack while they're looking for the dragon fire. Super useful. Um, they So at the party, they hear some rumbling, and then the guys jump out onto their hover bikes and turn into CG to go investigate. They turn to Tron for a few milliseconds. Yeah. Also, this minotaur got jump. That is, that is an actual line in the show where, like, they see a hole and the creature, like, jumped up. It's like, that that thing got jumped. He got leg. They just say that he got jumped, and I'm like, oh my. Fuck.
1: He got faux shizzle.
0: So it turns out that, like, while the guys went out searching for the Minotaur, the girls actually find him. And because they have no powers, they, like, run away. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're pretty well screwed.
0: Also, the crystals, the crystal bullshit keeps dragging the witches towards the fairies for some reason
1: mm. it's
0: almost like the dragon fire is moving mm. hmm. Hmm.
1: weird weird i wonder what that means
0: the guys finally catch up riven tries to attack by himself i don't need your guys's help uh, <laughs> oh, shit. and he attacks and he gets fucking bitch slapped like what he is through a window like a bitch
1: like a bitch
0: <laughs> um the tricks find riven's compass. Unconscious body, and they're like, "Ooh, he dark, dark and brooding. He has dark energy." lol The fairies then proceed to beat the monster with soap and brooms. The trained fighting McFighter guys have trouble with this thing, and then they, using the power of soap and brooms and no magic, beat this fucking thing.
1: That's pathetic.
0: It is. It really is.
1: Then with their energy swords, and can't do shit. But Mary Poppins over here.
0: Yeah. So they, they decide. Wait. If they have, if they haven't found what they're looking for, they'll probably search in Miss Faragonda's office. So the girls and everyone like w- create this uh, ambush, brain, in the headmistress's office, and then the, then the tricks show up because they're Trixels, because tr- they're crystals.
1: Crystal led them there.
0: Yeah, and then they're like, Haha, we got you!" And then they all are about to attack, and then fucking Miss Faragonda walks in and is like, "Bitch, you don't. None of you don't." The fuck. Fire- And she, like, sends the witches home with a letter that says, Punish these girls.
1: They're being bitches.
0: (laughs) And then the next day, the girls get their powers back. And Miss Faragonda, like, wonders in her office by herself where it's like, I wonder about the dragon fire. Those witches seem to think it's here in my school. But if it's not in the ring of Solaris, I don't know where else it would be. Hum. Mm Hum.
1: Humdinger. I fucking wonder. I have no idea. It's a good thing that spell of good judgment never actually, you know, worked.
0: Yeah. Episode 8: The Day of the Rose. So Bloom has has been having dreams with the same voice person from when who saved them in Cloud Tower. So, and it's always like vague bullshit. You must remember your destiny, bleh bleh bleh. You must find me. Uh, uh, who am I looking for? <laughs> anyway, um, she wakes up, and it's a holiday, so there's no classes, and a bunch of the girls are going home because today is a holiday called the Day of the Rose.
1: It's the coolest day of the year.
0: It's like Father's Day and Mother's Day put together. It's
1: like Grandparents' Day, but for parents.
0: Bloom didn't know about it, so she decides to not go home, but uh, Tecna and Flora both go home.
1: Also, I like how no one brings up, like, oh boy, I'm so ready for Day of the Rose next week. Like,
0: yeah, no, the no one. The fuck is that? I have been in the magic world for like a month. Thank you for telling me nothing.
1: Or I love, like, it's not like she goes to any class, like, okay, folks, remember, Day of the Rose is next week. Like, the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, nope, nope. Everyone has to know. If you forgot, fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, it's just the day. Like, oh shit.
1: Like, Shemmer back in high school, it's like, don't forget, kids, Christmas is next week. <laughs> like, gee, fucking thanks.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, Bloom, since she didn't know about it, isn't going home. And Stella's not going home because her parents are in the middle of a divorce.
1: So, she has two castles to go back to.
0: Yeah. Like, her parents are both, like, legit royalty of two different planets in her solar system. And so, like, she just went, like, no, I'm not dealing with it. They're still in the middle of the divorce. No, not yet. No.
1: I think she got the best, y'all, at the divorce.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Musa also isn't going home. Because her dad is busy, and because her mom is fucking dead!
1: Yeah, her mom's dead, and his, her dad's like something like a super pop star or some shit.
0: He's fu- She's fucking dead! Dead backstory alert! Dead mom backstory alert! Time for... Put the alert up! All the sirens! And that whistle!
1: Are you ready for dead mom hologram time?
0: Dead mom! Ugh. Anyway, uh, the girls are invited to hang out with the guys who are at the festival, which is only supposed to be like... Riven, Brandon, and Sky, because apparently Timmy went home.
1: He left early.
0: So apparently Timmy's he, Timmy le- loves his parents, but the other guys don't.
1: Yeah, fuck their parents.
0: Um, at Cloud Tower, the tricks are getting chewed out by their headmistress because they got caught. Not because yeah. they did something wrong, it's because they got caught doing it. You stupid assholes.
1: You're supposed to be evil and be good at it, not shit at it. The next time, fuck them up
0: and do it good. Also, I, I had the thought during this last episode, so throughout all the shows... The witches always call the fairies pixies. And I kind of made me wonder, is pixie a slur? <laughs> because the only the witches, people who hate the fairies, call then the fairies. Pixies. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if pixie is a slur. I can see it. Anyway, um, back with Musa. She decides she's not going to go to the festival because she has other shit to do. So she hangs out at school and she's all mopey because of the dead mom. And she hangs out with a hologram of her mom. That's...
1: That's pretty depressing.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Riven is a bitch.
1: Riven but is the, at, a bitch. At
0: the festival, uh, Bloom and Stella hang out with their crushes slash boyfriends. And Riven. And Riven is a bitch.
1: And Riven's just a third wheel.
0: Fuck Riven. Anyway, the guys are all racing in the race for the rose! For some reason. And Riven knows he's going to win. Because he's cool. Because he's an aggro douche.
1: Just look at him. He's so cool.
0: He also insinuates that Bloom has a thing for him, and she calls him out on his fucking loner ass, try-hardy, aggro bitch bullshit. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah, whatever you say. And he storms off like the emo bitch boy he is. You wish I would
1: smooch you. Mm.
0: I'd like to formally state off that being emo is not inherently a bad thing but it is when you combine it with anger issues and being riven and corn anyway <clears throat> so the tricks come up with this plan to use riven to fuck with bloom so they transform nut into timmy
1: to give her a present yeah um to give to riven
0: yeah so bloom gets separated from everyone else and she watches the street dancer who gives her non flashbacks i mean flashbacks to the mysterious voice lady in her head and dreams same thing same thing um and she, then she meets up with Timmy and he gives Bloom a helmet to give to Riven to like help smooth over their thing where it's like, here, if you give this helmet to Riven, you guys might be able to be friends again. And my first thought is no, don't do it, Bloom. Not because that helmet is a trap, but because you shouldn't be friends yes, with it, Riven. You
1: shouldn't be the one apologizing. Yes. Riven. And also, nut Timmy is bad.
0: Uh, Bloom gives Riven the helmet. And so the plan is to magic the helmet to make Riven crash. And then Riven will blame Bl- Bloom. And then He'll thank Darcy because Darcy will be at the right spot to save him,
1: and then he'll be a, like an ally slash boyfriend.
0: Yeah, yeah. It and came. so the race goes on, and then Bloom goes like, "Wait a minute, Timmy's home with his parents, but that means that wasn't Timmy, and that means Riven's in trouble." Oh my god! And then she magical girls up and like flies over the yeah. racetrack to try to save Riven, even
1: though he's being a complete asshole.
0: Yeah, and then the fuck, and then the witches. Turn the helmet on to make him go blind. It's like, no, I'm going to win the race. I'm going to win the race. Oh, I can't see. I can't see. And then he crashes He crashes and is saved by one of the other racers.
1: Who's Darcy. Darcy, <gasps> purple man. Well, man.
0: Yeah. And then Darcy's and so bleem like goes all aggro. You gave me this helmet to try and make me crash. And you went on the course to make it go off.
1: Because that's definitely not fucking retarded and easily make you the fucking easiest target in the world.
0: Yeah. You totally wouldn't use your magic from a distance to, tr- to trigger it like, you know, an intelligent person. No, you're coming on the track.
1: That's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. And then this witch, this known-to-be-evil witch who I have actually fought with before, she saved my life, and you tried to kill me, Bloom.
1: Well, then we're missing the part where she put a, a Bill Cosby love spell on him.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, fuck Riven. I wish he had died in that crash. I wish you would have. And the episode ends with Riven like going off with Darcy and them seemingly to become an item. Yay. Hooray. For Darcy. So this has been our second look at the Winx Club dub of Four... The, the Four Kids dub of Winx. Of Wonks. And just like the first half, I really kind of like Winx, and I think I'm going to be watching it again after this.
1: These ones weren't bad, but compared to the first four episodes, these ones kind of bled together, and I couldn't really tell one episode from the next.
0: Well, part of it is these are just like, this is like an adventure in a day show, mostly. So a lot of individual episodes are just like, having fun for the day, ha ha. I already heard. Not every episode is going to be super impactful like the first few episodes have to be. Yeah. That being said, I don't think any of them are bad. Not they're yet. not
1: bad, they're just kind of
0: Bread. Yeah, and at least like they moved the story along, and they made Riven evil, which makes means I can root for him to die even more without being feeling bad about it.
1: Yay, rooting for Riven.
0: Not rooting for Riven to die. There's a difference.
1: Yay, rooting for Riven to die.
0: Fuck Riven. I seriously hate Riven. I've said this in every time we've talked about Winx, in Fates, in the first time we did this, and this. Fuck Riven.
1: Yay, fucking Riven. I mean, fuck Riven.
0: Well, Fates would try to fuck you. Raven
1: anyway. would fuck us.
0: Well, actually, he probably wouldn't try to fuck me. I'm not that handsome. You, on the other hand, he might. No. Seriously. Any Uh what do you give time for reviews of bullshit qualities? I give this a purple rain out of purple.
1: I would give this a pixie out of winks.
0: This is the part of the podcast where we shill. Uh, remember to check out our other episodes of Sequel Month and the mess they happen to come in.
1: Go watch all of our episodes in any order you do, please. Yes. Just watch all of them.
0: And just know that our older episodes aren't nearly as good. Just they, a heads up.
1: They're even better.
0: We are on Twitter, at Fiction Fanatics. Come say hi.
1: We are at Instagram, at Fiction Fanatics, with a Z.
0: And ch- tell your neighbor, tell your dog, tell your, tell your best friend's sister's boyfriend.
1: Say, so text message us. Yeah. Tell us to start a Patreon. Pay for our Patreon. Pay for my rent
0: the point okay we might do patreon someday but not necessarily right now uh anyway tell anyone you want about our podcast the more people the more people like it the more we'll do theoretically
1: so it would give us more incentive to actually do it once a week again
0: yeah and we're available on all major podcasting apps including apple spotify and google google uh, and
1: all the other not major ones as well yes a
0: bunch of minor ones as well Uh, This has been a lot of fun to talk about. We hope you guys had fun, too, and have a good one.
1: Adios.
0: Peace.